Hello, my name is Ben Oden. I am an author, capacity building and leadership development trainer. Each week, Mimi, pamoja na viongozi mbalimbali who will be featured on this podcast, will bring you leadership principles, stories and philosophies that if applied will elevate you into a position of more influence among those you lead and those who lead you. Greetings to you. I hope that you are healthy. Karibu to the Wild Lead Others podcast. This is actually our very first episode. Uh, episode yetu ya kwanza kabisa. Now, first things first, uh, what is the Wild Lead Others podcast? Na kwanini tumeyanzisha? First of all, uh, the Wild Lead Others podcast is... Um, brought to you by Wildlead Consultancy which is a consulting agency that helps companies become more productive and innovative by increasing the capacity of its primary resource their people and this is done through training and consulting uh, so now that that's out of the way tuongee kidogo kuhusu podcast no what Uh, what is exactly is the Wildlead Others podcast and what should you expect from this podcast? Now, Wildlead Others podcast is a podcast that aims to help leaders of all levels and sectors develop and sharpen their thinking so as to increase their influencing capacity. And so why they are thinking exactly? Uh, because here at uh, Wildlead Others podcast, we believe that what Henry Thoreau said, that thought is the sculptor who can create the person you want to be. I'll say that again. Thought is the sculptor who can create the person you want to be. And taking it further, uh, thought is the sculptor who can reveal that person you want to be. Thought is the sculptor that can create the kind of organization you want, the kind of team you want, the kind of business you want. Thought is the sculptor that can reveal to you if what What you want as a leader is congruent with who you are and the results you are expected to produce. So some of us have a tendency uh, of thinking of thinkers as separate from doers. Now, but, but like the court says, we believe true thinkers are synonymous with getting things done. So the aim is not to turn you into a philosopher, but rather challenge your thinking so as to elevate your thought and approach as a leader and increase your influencing capacity. So from time to time, I will be bringing in guests who will do the same, uh, challenge your thinking so as to elevate your thought and approach and sharpening your influencing capacity. Uh, so once more, Karibu to the Wildlead Others podcast. Now back to the question I started with at the very beginning. What if I was to tell you that I have found a leadership style that is going to propel you to leadership heights you never imagined possible for yourself? Leadership styles have been a topic of conversation for centuries since the dawn of continental and creedal civilization, but a big portion of its development happened, I think, over the last century after a series of, you know, psychological discoveries from Freud to Carl Jung, uh, which catapulted the conversation of personality traits and individuation, and later people like Manslow and the hierarchy of needs. But before we got here, you had philosophers like Plato, Plutarch, Lao Tzu, uh, and many others propagating certain styles of leadership, uh, mostly by observing, you know, highly successful and dominant men. Uh, and a good example is uh, uh, Niccolo Machiavelli and his book, The Prince, which, is deri which derived its ideas by mainly observing how the political and leadership landscape of mainly Florence uh, worked, and most importantly, who dominated and why they dominated. Uh, so, of course, the list can go on and on and on and on. But like I said, um, it wasn't until the past 100 years or so when we broadened the spectrum of these styles and opened ourselves up to different leadership styles. 
Different events, of course, helped shape this broadening. Uh, things like the Industrial Revolution, the global rise of capitalism, you know, breakthroughs in psychology and technology, etc. Uh, so with these breakthroughs, of course, the objectives of leadership were also broadened. You know, uh, someone who works in automobiles, you know, their objectives are very different from somebody who's leading an army, whose objectives are very different from someone who's leading a nonprofit, whose objectives are very different for, from someone who's leading a tech startup. And so, of course, fast forward to 2020, we have seen so many leaders who have practiced a variety of styles which brings us to the back to the question what is the best leadership style now before getting to the answer i want us to take a few moments to look through all the leadership styles uh, practiced by many leaders today we'll look at the what i call the humane styles the first leadership style I want us to look at is democratic leadership. Now, democratic leadership is exactly what it sounds like. The leader makes decisions based on the input of each team member, although he or she makes the final call. Uh, every person on the team has an equal say on the project's direction. And now democratic leaders are more likely to ask, what do you think? You know, they share information with everyone on their team about anything that affects their, their work responsibilities. They also seek people's, their team members' uh, opinion uh, before approving a final decision. Now, of course, there are numerous benefits uh, to this participative leadership style. You know, it can build trust. Uh, it can promote, you know, team spirit and cooperation uh, within the team. Uh, it also allows for creativity and helps employees grow and develop as well. A uh, democratic leadership style gets people to do what you want them to do, uh, but in a way that they want to do it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the democratic leadership style. Of course, another leadership style is autocratic leadership. Now, the, the, the phrase that best illustrates autocratic leadership style is do as I say. Now, of course, generally, an autocratic leader believes that he or she is the smartest person at the table and knows more than others. Now, in this leadership style, the leader makes decisions without taking input from anyone who reports to them, although sometimes they take input from, you know, a small pool of trusted group of colleagues uh, and employees under this leadership are uh, almost never consulted prior to a direction or a decision, uh, but they are expected to go with the program as stipulated by their leader. Now, this type of leadership, this type of leader is someone who is focused almost entirely on results and efficiency. This leadership style can be useful in organizations uh, with strict guidelines or compliance-heavy industries. Um, it can also be beneficial when used with employees who need a great deal of supervision, such as those you know with little to no experience. However, this leadership style can stifle creativity and make employees feel confined. In fact, researchers have found that decision-making was less creative under autocratic leadership. Um, and of course, abuse of this method is usually viewed as controlling, bossy, or dictatorial. Uh, and then another leadership style is uh, laissez-faire leadership. Now, a laissez-faire leader focuses mostly on delegating many tasks to team members and providing little to no supervision at all. Uh, because a laissez-faire leader does not spend their time intensely managing employees, they often have more time to dictate, uh, to dedicate uh, themselves to other projects. Now, leaders may adopt this leadership style when all their team members are highly experienced, well-trained, and require little oversight. Uh, a good example of this is uh, Netflix. Netflix in fact, they do practice this affair uh, style of leadership where um, when it comes to holiday and taking time off from work, complete, employees have complete autonomy. They don't have to request uh, time off to anyone. You, you decide when you want to go on holiday and you go on holiday and you let people know that I'm going on holiday from this date to that date and no approvals, nothing. People have complete autonomy to decide when to take time off from work. However, 
This style of leadership can also cause a dip in productivity if employees are confused about, you know, their leader's expectations or if some team members need consistent motivation and boundaries to work well. So you have to sort of like uh, gauge your audience. Uh, and then another leadership style is servant leadership. Now, servant leaders live by a people first mindset and they believe that when a team member uh, feel personally and professionally fulfilled, they are more effective and more likely to produce great work regularly. Now, because they're emphasis on employee is more employee satisfaction and collaboration, they tend to achieve higher levels of respect from their team members. These types of leaders are exceptionally skilled in building employee morale and helping people re-engage with their work. Uh, another leadership style is transformational leadership. Now, according to CIO, uh, transformational leadership is a leadership style in which leaders encourage, inspire, and motivate employees to innovate and create change that will help grow and shape the future success of the company. I'll say that again. Transformational leadership is a leadership style in which leaders encourage, inspire, and motivate employees to innovate and create change that will help grow and shape the future success of the company. Now, transformational leaders inspire and motivate their workforce without micromanaging them. So it's very different um, from a leader who's micromanaging. Uh, so there's a somewhat similar similarity in terms of giving people the autonomy to do what they do uh, to the laissez-faire leadership. But of course, this goes beyond uh, what laissez-faire leaders do. Uh, you know, they trust trained employees. That's the difference is that they make sure that they trust trained employees to take authority over decisions in their assigned jobs. Now, Vyongozi and Nahi spend much of their time on the big picture. You know, they delegate to trained employees and they spend much of their time on the big picture. And then, of course, another uh, leadership style is transactional leadership. Now, Vyongozi was style hii ni wengi sana. These leaders reward their employees for precisely the work they do. When starting a job with, transa with a transactional boss, you might receive an incentive plan that motivates you to quickly master your regular job duties. Mfano, if you work in sales, you might receive a bonus for generating 20 leads or for closing 10 deals. Uh, transactional leadership helps establish roles and responsibilities for each employee, but it can, but it can also encourage uvivu pale wafanyakazi wanapojua how much their effort is worth kila wakati. Na manisha hii system inaweza ika ikaua spirit ya kwenda above and beyond so to speak. Mtu akishatimiza their goals and a relax. So that's the risk with this uh, style of leadership although it has great benefits. Now, of course, another leadership style is coaching style leadership. Now, similarly to a sports uh, team's coach, this leader focuses on identifying and nurturing the individual strengths of each member of his or her team. Um, and then they're also focused on strategies that will enable their team to work better together. So this is a leader who focuses on strengthening the individual and strengthening the team. They focus on strengthening the individual and making sure that this strong, competent individual can function on a team. So rather than forcing all employees to focus on similar skills and goals, this leader might build a team where each employee has an expertise or skills in something different. In the long run, this leader focuses on creating strong teams that can communicate well and embrace each other's unique skill sets in order to get work done.
The coaching leadership style is one of the most advantageous uh, for employers as well as the employees they manage. Unfortunately, it's often also one of the most underutilized styles, largely because it can be more time intensive than other types of leadership. To be a coaching style leader, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time to nurture the individual and to make sure that that individual can play a significant and harmonious role within the team. So now, again, these are your most common practice leadership styles. There are many other leadership styles I've not touched on, but this is just as, as a backdrop. So you can add other leadership styles here uh, based on your own understanding. So again, what is the best leadership style for you? Now, before I answer this question, let us consider a few things. These are things, these are things that I considered when identifying the best leadership style for you. Uh, the first thing is this. Uh, today's world is more integrated than it has ever been before. Today, you have more women in the workplaces than you did as recently as 10 years ago. Uh, organizations are more racially diverse today than ever before. Uh, organizations are more culturally diverse than ever before. Companies are more religiously and ethnically diverse now more than ever. So that's the first thing to, con to, con to consider is the diversity that we live in. And then the second thing is mental health. Uh, the world has now ha has never been as mentally challenged as it as it is today, and I think what's happening now with COVID nineteen uh, and the impact of COVID nineteen uh, in you know people's mental health is is proof of that. Uh, we have more cases of depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. And then the third thing to consider is um, how philosophically diverse we are as a people. Uh, we have people who believe in different things, the people who subscribe to different ideologies, uh, from agnostics to theists, you know, from uh, essentialists to existentialists, uh, from feminists to patriarchists, and the list can go on and on and on. Philosophically and intellectually, we are diverse as a people. And then the last thing I want us to consider is this. We live in a resurfaced edge of enlightenment where knowledge has been more accessible and rapidly produced than ever in history, an era where for most working corporate class, ignorance is simply a choice. So I want you to consider these four things um, with me before I arrive at the best leadership style for you. I'd like to believe that the best leader is the one who is willing to adapt so she or he can best serve the ones he leads without compromising his or her values and convictions, without compromising the desired or expected output. I'm talking about adaptability. I believe that the best leader is a leader who is adaptable. Now, I believe that your mindset also plays a role uh, in how you approach leadership. Your mindset about leadership plays a role in how you approach leadership. Here's what I mean. Uh, is the organization a means to your end as a leader or are you a means to the organization's end as a leader? Now, I believe a great leader is always a means to an end and never an end in and of, in of themselves. Um, when you're a means to an organization's end, you will adapt. You will operate based on your context. You will be there to serve the organization, but when you're the end, you will always bend the organization to serve you. Now, all of this leads me to conclude that the best leader is the jack of all styles. And if you want to be a great leader, you need to be a jack of all these styles. And I'm using the word jack of all styles here in the positive sense, the original use of this figure of speech, referring to a person who has broad competence. Leadership is about harnessing influence and using that influence to achieve a common vision. And often, Influence is harnessed by using a domain that the person you're trying to influence either prefers or is familiar with, and at times, a domain that is aligned with their worldview. 
And so because we live in such a diverse world with diverse people who have different needs, who come from different places and believe in different things, yet contribute to the same common vision, it is your duty as a leader to become a jack of all styles so you can lead a tribe filled with people of all kinds. And beyond people, we live in a world that swings from stable to volatile. A good example is uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. So as a leader, you need to be equipped to adapt your style based on your circumstances and not your, adapt your circumstances to your style, which is what many of us try to do. We try to adapt our people to our styles. We try to adapt our circumstances to our style. We try to adapt our organizations to our style. And instead of adapting our styles to the factors around us and truly becoming a means to the organization's end. I believe in leadership. There is no such as one style fits all. You will need to be adaptable as a leader to lead your people in the best way possible. So what's the best leadership styles for you? All humane styles. The best leader is the jack of all styles. This has been the Wild Lead Others podcast. I am your host, Ben Oden. It has been a pleasure and an honor to spend this time with you uh, and talk to you next time. This has been the Wildlit Others podcast brought to you by Wildlit Consultancy. Wildlit Consultancy is a capacity building firm that exists to build highly productive and innovative leaders. To reach us, go to www.wildleadothers.com.